Hey, this is Sir Charles Carey from the Radiate the Brain book series. Voting isn't just going to the polls on election day anymore. Options like early voting, mail-in voting, and ballot drop boxes are available to more voters and are growing in popularity. How to Vote, a tool created by Democracy Works, breaks down the options your state offers for casting a ballot, empowering you to decide when and where to vote. This is Change the Brain, conversations without limitations. Welcome to Around the Mic with Sir Charles. You'll hear this broadcast either on the podcast, Around the Mic, or on my social media page, Change the Brain, conversations without limitations. You know, it's not just about me, so you'll hear information from different speakers, trainers, coaches, and authors, all for you. So get your pad, your notepaper, if possible, so that you can take copious notes on how you can also become better, the best version of you. And like I always say, you've got to radiate the brain and change the game. Okay, everyone. Uh, welcome once again. I'm Sir Charles Carey. Another episode of Change the Brain, Conversations Without Limitations. And like I told you, we're going to mix it up this season. So we got a bunch of great guests, uh, hosts, speakers, trainers, authors, the whole shebang. Uh, if you're thinking about becoming an entrepreneur, this is a program that will teach you tons and tons. What is it? The... Uh, the process of giving that keeps on giving. I know I messed it up, but y'all know what I'm talking about, right? So today my guest is none other than Dakeisha Williams. She's an entrepreneur's entrepreneur and without further delay, Dakeisha, thanks for joining us. Good afternoon, good morning, wherever you guys are. Thank you so much, Sir Charles, for having me here today. Super excited mm. to be here and, yes. uh, and be able to share. Yeah, well, look, let me just, just start by asking you this, first of all, because I know you stay busy. So how long have you been in the business as an entrepreneur? How long has it been? <laughs> well, today, well, this year I celebrate eight years uh, as an entrepreneur. Um, however, I've, I've had businesses mm -hmm. over probably 15 years, a span of at least 15 years. Uh, we had a real estate company. Right. I had a shoe company. It was an online shoe company called SassyShoeGallery.com. That's literally how I started in this space. Um, I don't even know if I had a, a, a business license, but I wrote a, a business plan mm -hmm. back in 2010 and I received funding for $31,500 and okay. uh, blew half of it on inventory. It's kind of one of those things that if I knew now what I, if I knew then what I know now, right, right, right. I, you know, drop shipping is like huge, you know, but I, I didn't know anything about it. So I ended up with a lot of shoes in my in my house and in my garage, but you know, but it was a learning opportunity that led into me consulting and helping other entrepreneurs not only get their business up off the ground, but start marketing and consulting as well. So we are celebrating eight years, uh, August twenty fourth, two thousand eleven. So let me ask you this: How many pairs of shoes you got now? <laughs> You know, so I have no idea. Like, I, I don't even count anymore. And here's what's really funny. Uh -huh. um, I don't buy shoes in the in the shopping center. Like, I, I very rarely buy shoes in the shopping center now. Uh -huh. Because I still have my accounts. Um, okay. And I can still buy wholesale. Right. That's, that's kind of an insider secret. 
Right, right, so, right. Uh, it's hard for me to like pay full price at a, at a mall or something like that. I'm like, I'm sure. no. Okay, well, look, you know, it's funny. You mentioned writing your business plan. And the funny thing is, <clears throat> I know so many people that will not take the first step unless they have a business plan. And my thing has always been, um, you know, look, you just got to do it. You know, you may write your business plan as you're going on, you know, your journey or whatever the case may be, but just jump in there and don't make any excuses. And I have found that um, not that one thing is better than the other, because at some point you probably will need it, whether it's a loan or it's a partnership or uh, one of those joint venture deals. But um, I truly believe that if you really have this passion to do this thing, whatever it is, you just do it with or without the business plan. What do you th what's your thoughts on that? All right. So here's where I get disruptive and, 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 and I'm, a, I'm, gonna, I'm going to be that way because I've been down that journey. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so here's, here's the deal. I'm gonna say it one time. You do not need a business plan to start a business. Y'all heard that. I hope y'all heard that. Did say you want me to say it again? Cause I said, <laughs> I was gonna say it one time. <laughs> one more time for those I in, said the, in the back end. For the ones in the cheap seats. There you go. You do not need a business plan to start a business. That's right. Let me share with you the let me share with you the real reason that you need a business plan. Now, and, and I know I probably didn't even give my any background, right? But I'm a graduate of Old Dominion University, first fashion merchandiser. When I found out that I wanted to be a buyer, like that's how I started the shoe company, because I wanted to be a buyer until I realized that they sit in a cubicle. And you know me, Charles, my Thank personality is not sitting in no cubicle. Right, right, right. Okay. And so then I decided um, I, I was in operations management for 23 years, okay? Mm -hmm. Then I went and I, I decided to go get an MBA. My MBA is in finance. So when I tell you that you do not need a business plan, right? you start a business, I mean that wholeheartedly, not trying to be funny, but I'm going to tell you the only reason why you need a business plan is for funding. That's okay. it. Okay. That is it. And it doesn't matter where you're getting the funding from, if you're getting it from an investor, if you're getting it from a bank, if you're getting it from a micro lender. Right. There are certain things called micro lenders. Mm. That is the only reason that you need a business plan. And it doesn't even have to be the old school 30 page business plan. You can do right. a business plan in 14, 15 pages. Right. Let me tell you, here's what they're looking for. And this is what you really need. You ready? Yep. Drop it on them. Strategy. Mm. How you planning on making money? Right, exactly. Makes the sense. The meat and the potatoes of the business plan is the strategy where you can convince me that you're going to make the money that you're projecting to make in this business plan. Okay. And you okay. are creating and developing a strategy. So I tell my people, this is why we have discovery sessions. We have strategy sessions. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, the strategy is what's going to help you get from here to here. That's right. No, I'm telling you, I think I wholeheartedly agree with you. Um, I think sometimes you can learn along the way. That's what they call it on the job training. You know, just jump in there, stop making excuses, stop getting ready to get ready. That's my thing. You know, I remember when I first heard that simple phrase, stop getting ready to get ready. And it just made sense. And I didn't let anything hold me back. Whether I was doing network marketing, <clears throat> direct sales, whatever it was. I just got out there, fell on my face, and just kept moving forward. You know, John Maxwell says, if you fall on your face, at least when you get up, you're five to six feet 
closer to your goal. So, hey. I love it. I love it. Now, let me ask you this, which is a duh question. How comfortable are you in or with technology? I'm like, are you a techie guru? Now, I kind of know the answer a little bit, but for those who don't know you. <clears throat> so, if my daughter had to answer that question, she would call me a tech geek. Okay. Now, I know I probably don't look like your typical tech geek. But I do have a pair of glasses that I use. They're blue blockers. <laughs> They're like the Blu-ray, like, you know, it helps with the compute, the, you know, keep the computer screen and all that. So I have some that I order from Amazon that I wear when I'm typically in front of the computer. So lo and behold, I'm a tech geek. So I can build sales pages. I can build webinar pages, webinar. I can build an entire funnel. Um, I can go in, I can read some coding. Um, I really? start, I sent, yeah, I can read coding. Um, I can tell where the page break goes, um, change color. Like I can actually understand um, style, JavaScript. Like I literally taught this stuff to myself. And so I put my son in a summer, a, a STEAM, like the- Yeah, um, science, technology, engineering, yeah, math. Yeah. Engineering, math program this year. And so he built his, he built a, sale, a, a sales page. Y'all see, it's all my language. He built a web page for himself using coding. And wow. so they told him, like, you're going to learn some stuff that your parents don't know. I said, I, 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 not this parent, because I know coding. Um, but, but I work with coders on my team. So um, when it comes to webinar technology, there's probably not a webinar um, system that I have not used. Right. Email marketing systems, like, I can, all the systems and software out there, like. You've been uh, around it or through it, huh? Listen, That's it's my up. responsibility, but here's the thing. If I did not learn, if I did not invest, it would not make me a very good system and process person. Right. So you have to remember as an ops manager for online businesses, it's my responsibility to help them implement systems and processes in their business so that they can automate. How do you automate? With technology. Yeah. I think, so, you know, we're just in a different world today. I mean, I've seen the world evolve before my very eyes. Like I remember my mom worked for the phone company and they had computers and I had no idea what she was talking about when I was a kid. And as she got older, you know, they kept using them until she retired. And now she doesn't even want to be near a computer because wow. she's so out of touch. Now I know she's older, but she even has a tablet and she doesn't want to, you know, have anything to do with it. Me, myself, I'm all hands on, whether I got to make mistakes, whatever the case may be, I didn't, opened up computers, added gate, add uh, hard drives, then added RAM, you know, and all the rest of that until they make it difficult for us to do that. But, you know, that's just one form of technology. But I just, just think you have to stay connected and keep your ear to the ground so that you understand um, how to operate technology. That's a nice camera. What, what, what you that's got here? I'm showing you this because I know a lot about technology, but I do not know how to work this camera. Is that a T6? Um, yes, it is. Because yep. uh, I'm trying to sell one. <laughs> really? Yes. Like, listen, like, so I invested in this for our recent event that we did in Largo, Maryland. And yeah, it's still brand new. Don't know how to use it. Yep. I bought it. I bought a T6. I thought I was saying you something. Crazy. <laughs> the, look, I got the bag. I got all the stuff. Got home, started playing with it. Took it out one day, literally one day on the outside because I know natural light is the best light. Right. And then it was like, I don't think I like this because <laughs> that particular one, I should have gotten the next model, whatever. 
Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm like, look, I'm gonna get rid of this because I like video cameras because I know how to. Operate. Well, and that's the thing. Like, I mean, I could do video footage on here, and so that was yeah, the I, know. I bought it is because you know I can take footage here. But I'm like, it's to the point. You know, this is the this is my next this is my next journey. I'm gonna learn how to. And the sad part about it is, Charles, I used to be a district manager for a photography company. Okay. I used to run 13 locations over five states. Really? I had over 60 employees that reported directly to me. Impressive. And it was a children's photography studio. So the camera, the, 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 the software was already set up and we had clickers. Okay. Now, if something went down with the camera, right. we had a tech support that we would call. So I've used the cameras before, but I, yeah, I mean, like, where's my clicker? Like, can somebody give me a clicker? <laughs> I need a I need a DSLR that has a viewfinder so that I could do what I need to do. And now ah. if, I, if I can get three of those, I can get right. back all the camcorders, the T6, and I'm good to go. <laughs> I like having my look. I know this is a, a conversation. It's not so much an interview. This is a conversation, folks. But the truth of the matter is, now you tell me if I'm wrong, Dakisha. You should learn everything you need to learn about your business. Every aspect. Uh-huh. Learn. I didn't say do, but learn. Of course, you have to do by you learn by doing. But at a certain point, you turn that over when you outsource, or when you have someone come and just work for you, which is right. another form of outsourcing. Absolutely, I totally, I totally, one hundred and fifty percent agree that you should. I mean, you're building your business, and so as you build the infrastructure of your business, you're documenting those processes. So. Right know exactly what needs to happen and, and, and how it needs to happen. And so when you onboard someone, you have the processes written up so that they know the step-by-step on how right. you want it to be implemented. Exactly. So there's no guesswork. There's no room for misunderstanding of how to operate or how to, you know, complete a task because you've written out those processes. So you're yeah. absolutely right. Yeah. That, I mean, look, I love hands-on, you know, I have my own green screen, my own PA system, my own lavalier. I mean, everything there is to do an event, my own everything. And I don't lend my stuff. Shoot, I wish I would. (laughs) Anyway, because, you know, people don't take care of your equipment. No, I mean, I agree. And especially if you do events consistently, like we're investing in a a screen and a um, projector. Right. um, Because this is the first year in five years that I started hosting workshops again, intensive days. Mm. So in five years and the last one was 2014 here downtown richmond at the bullet nice. club like we went all loud country club nice. show, buffet yeah like, i'm never doing this again i'm never doing this again like, all right I so was- let, let, let me ask you this i know that you have done a lot and you've worked with a lot of uh players from the biggest stages to the medium-sized stages to your everyday people now, how many outlets do you have? No, that's no. Let, let me actually let me get to that. <clears throat> do you like traveling, or do you prefer working behind the scenes, or you know, from your office setting? So, um, do I like traveling, or do I like to work? So, I think the best way for me to answer that is I like to work where I want to work. Right. Okay. So if that means that I'm working in Hawaii, if that means that I'm working in Vancouver, that means that I'm working in Jamaica, right, then maybe right. I'm working in Jamaica. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, because I do love to travel. And so um, 
people, I, I try to explain to, you know, to, to my tribe and to, you know, the audience that I believe that you should build a lifestyle business. And what does that mm -hmm. mean? I believe that you should build a business around the lifestyle that you desire to live. Right. So I have two children, right? Okay. Um, I think you probably know I have two kids. My son is 13. My daughter is 19. Um, when I first started my company, they were five and they, are, they were 11. Okay. So my son was going into kindergarten. My daughter was going into the sixth grade. These are crucial time points in their life. Okay. And so I wanted to be present for my kids. I wanted to be available for my children. And so therefore that meant that I needed to be home. I needed to find a way to generate revenue from the comfort of my own home or wherever it, it, it led me. And so as they started to grow, I mean, they have these athletic skills that like I can't even explain. Like, right. I don't even know where they get it from. Like I was in a band, I was a cheerleader. Okay, okay. Why did you track? But I think I like had like exercise induced asthma or something. I don't even know where it came <laughs> from, okay? It ain't work out for me, y'all. But you know, you know, fast forward seven and a half years later, I have a collegiate gymnast okay. who competes from January to April, all right? January to April. Um, school lets out in June. My son mm -hmm. started working out for football <clears throat> from June until December. Oh, did I mention he plays basketball? Oh, really? From November until what? February? Okay. So we're talking athletes all year long this mom does not stop which is why i say i make hashtag sideline money right right i hear that too i make hashtag sideline money mm. i have to make money when i'm cheering them on right so if i'm working from the football field for practice mm -hmm. if i'm working from where it used to be gym but she's old enough to take herself now right. i need to be in a position where i could i could literally take my office and it could roll with me so for all of you entrepreneurs or want to be entrepreneurs, mompreneurs, dadpreneurs, uh, teenpreneurs, you can do your business from anywhere, but you have to know, uh, first of all, you have to have the desire. You have to have an interest in something. You need to land on something that resonates with you, but it can be done. And as you know, we get these devices, tablets and cell phones and all this stuff. You can make your business or make your money on the road and on the go because she's telling you she's done it. She does it. And that's a part of her, her lifestyle. So now let me ask you this. How many outlets do you have? Because I know you've got visions, consulting, and I think over the years you've had a couple of different things. So Different brands? Brand, no, not just the brand, but don't you have different platforms and things you have? You have coaching. You've got what? Oh, um, so yes. <laughs> so, so I believe that you should be known for one thing. And so I am the virtual COO who helped entrepreneurs use webinars to build their list, build their tribe and make money online. And so we have the program where we help entrepreneurs um, generate revenue using webinars. Okay. The program is this close to being a six figure program in less than 12 months. Wow. One program, Damn. one program will change your life if you let it. So we're actually getting ready to launch that soon. And it's funny that you asked me that because I just launched my first group coaching program since I started my consulting business seven and a half years ago. I've never done group coaching. Okay. Uh, we have a group coaching program called Get Ish Done Coaching, and it's all about implementation. You know me, idea plus implementation equals income. Right. So we don't have a knowledge problem. We have an execution problem. Mm, guilty. I know I've been guilty. We don't have a knowledge <clears throat> problem. 
We have an execution problem. So Get Ish Done is really, really near and dear to my heart because it literally helps them implement and it holds them accountable to implement. Uh, you know, you know, good and well, I have done for you solu solutions where we are building out funnels and sequences for our clients. And then we have uh, the virtual COO, which is the operations manager that manages online businesses. And so what we did is we've uh, catered that and specialized in product launches. Okay. So we probably have maybe eight programs that we do not promote. Okay. Out of um, it's like it's like an it's oh, and I have an inner circle. I have an inner circle where we meet every month, and it's so funny because I don't promote that stuff. Is that like a mastermind? No, it's an inner circle. It's like ninety-seven bucks a month. Okay. So I have I have a mastermind. Uh, we actually just launched that. Uh, we're going to launch that for my eight year anniversary. I call it my leave of my leave anniversary is what I call it. Okay, okay. Um, I've been on leave of absence since August twenty fourth, two thousand. I remember that story. And I'm yeah. still on leave of absence, right? So I celebrate my my leave anniversary, and so in um in honor of that, we are looking to work with eight entrepreneurs for eight weeks in celebration of um, the eight years leave anniversary, And it's going to be a, a mastermind. It's going to be an eight week mastermind. Well, that's and all so, right. Yeah. So, so we have what, maybe like eight or nine different things that are going on in the company. I'm super excited because we're expanding that operations piece again. Um, you know, it's one of those things, you know, Charles, that it's important for me um, is I can decide when I want to ramp up my business and I can right. decide when I want to scale it back. Mm. And so um, at the end of the of last year, I made the decision that I wanted to replace myself in my business so that I could be able to travel with my daughter. Okay. Because as a collegiate athlete, she's traveling. Like they're going to California next year. Okay. Like you know I'm going to be there front and center, right? Right. right. And so I realized that all I had to do was get rid of one leg in this business and I, I didn't really need to, and I didn't really need to replace myself. So I hired a project manager and everything. Mm. I did. And I was super excited and payroll just went, Phew, right? That's all right. And then I realized, I said, wait, if I get rid of implementation, I don't need a project manager. And we just focus on coaching. Mm. We focus on coaching. And I enjoyed it. It gave me so much time to find clarity, to build content, to get creative, and not really focuses on, you know, building someone else's business. And right. now that we have the foundation, it's like, okay, all right, I'll take on one. All right, I'll take on another one. <laughs> right, 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 right. So you. But to be in a position to make the decision that you want to work at that level, that's, that's huge. All right, that yeah, is that's huge. huge. That's uh, very impressive, if I must say so. So <clears throat> your core message is helping people. Basically, it's, it's, it's around itself uh, within helping people within te technology. And yep. I see that. That's huge itself. So let me ask you this. So what's, like, what's coming up next for you? What's the next big thing for you? So outside of the eight-year um, mentorship or mastermind, right? Mm -hmm. So I have another book coming up. Oh, like, really? Yes, man. Let me Book tell you. Three? Yes, it's going to be number three. And so um, I'm excited about it. And uh, I think it will help a lot of uh, entrepreneurs. Um, it's going to be so no one knows I suffer from anxiety. 
Stop playing. No, I do. You know what? That's so freaky that you're saying that because <laughs> you no, know, because mental health has been like the elephant in the room for the past few years, and there've been so many people on so many levels um, coming out, especially celebrities, right? And I think I've said it many times that it's not really normal to stand or sit or whatever in front of a large body of people and just right. talk for whatever right. reason, whether there's a purpose, there's not a purpose, you're being a comedian, it does, it's just not the norm. Right. And it makes sense that it's unnerving. So the people that do it, there must be something wrong with them. But um, at the same time, some people, it's nothing wrong with them, obviously, but some people, they do it and they do it successfully. Yes. We don't realize that what they go through to be able to do that. Kevin Love was just on the Gary Vaynerchuk show and he was talking about, he was playing against, I forget who it was, he was with the Cavs. And after the second quarter, he was out of the game because his anxiety kicked up and he was like all jacked up in the head, all that self-talk. Yeah. And I know it from when I was a singer with my band, when I was doing spoken word, and even as a speaker earlier, especially earlier in my speaking career, sometimes that head talk can take you out the game. It can, get, it can, it can truly get in your way. Now, now mine was a different because it, was, it, it, it showed up after a very traumatic um, accident. Okay. Um, so I was in my 20s and I didn't know what it was for about seven years. Mm -hmm. um, and I literally spun in the middle of the highway, slammed into the, to the wall. I literally, it was like something from a TV, from TV. I was on the phone with a girlfriend at work and I was on my way to, to court. Actually, I was on my way to court and I literally, all you could hear was bam and the phone dropped. Like she was at work, like freaking out. Wow. Um, and so for seven years, uh, I did not know what was happening to me. I knew that I would, I would have like heart palpitations. Like mm -hmm. um, I would feel like I couldn't breathe. And this was all happening when I was driving. So when I get mm. behind the car, like the, right. the, Steering the wheel. driver's seat, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so imagine taking the leap, leaving corporate America, dealing with anxiety, you know, dealing with the fear sometimes of driving, you know, and, and I've, I've had tremendous growth, but I, I'm at a place where I want to share my story because nice. there are other people who are struggling with that. Yes. And so, you know, just imagine running a business, building a business, the uncertainty of building a business, and then you got anxiety over here talking to you. Like, yep. are you serious right now? Right, right. <laughs> yes, right. So, that's the premise and so i've been journaling throughout the entire process and so that's the premise of the book so you know it i pray great. that it helps someone to overcome that obstacle because that's all that it is you know um is an obstacle that can be you know you can move beyond it and well you it's very happen. real i know that there are a lot of people that are going through it or have gone through it um in fact i'm sure it's collapsed i don't know how many businesses because so whatever their reason is, whatever their trigger is, mm -hmm. so many people cannot move forward because of this elephant in the room, this thing holding them back, this negative talk, this you know inability to get beyond the conversation that they're having, and they know they want to, right. but they can't. You know, I met so many people. For instance, I've spoken to them, and they're like, they have a lot to, of value to offer. Then I'll say, hey man, why don't you join me on this? platform or would you be interested in that and they go oh no 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 and they instantly back up because yeah. i don't know it just kicks in so that's wild 
So, yeah. let me, so let me ask you this, because you're about to, you know, break the ceiling with this six-figure business and doing some other things. So that means it's only going to go higher and higher and higher. You're going to do more and get better and better. What's going to be your Oprah moment, you know, when you really get where you want? What is the dream? What is the end goal? What is going to be your Oprah moment? Wow, that is a good question. Um because somebody asked me, what's my three and my five-year plan? And I had an oh crap moment because I I never thought that far. Right. Um, but it pushed me mm -hmm. because in five years, my son will graduate from high school. Okay. And he'll be an empty nester. Mm. Yeah. And so, um, and I will be 45. Okay. No kids in the house. Right. Uh, I'm excited. Like I'm elated. Like I don't, my kids get upset when I start talking about my five year journey. Right. Because that moment looks like me being able to spend a month, two months, three months in Africa, in Vancouver, in Toronto, you know, wherever it is that my little heart desires to go. Yeah. That's what it looks like for me. Wow. And being able to, still operate my business because I love to do what it is that I do. Right. And, um, but I really, I cannot, when I tell you I cannot wait, and you know I got my passport this year. No doubt, no doubt. So that was a big thing. Um, so it's funny because I was on a call with a, a client um, earlier today, and we have an introduction that we do in our Facebook groups, right? And so in that introduction, there's a couple of things, and they were all goal-related. And one of the goals was um, I never had the desire to leave the country. I yeah. never had the desire to leave the country. Okay. Uh, but I invested uh, uh, at a level in which I wanted to succeed, and I hired a coach. And she's a pretty penny a month, you know. But you want to, you know, you want to uh, invest in yourself in the level in which you want to succeed. Right. And so um, that mean I had that means I had to get my passport to go see her in June. Wow. She's in Vancouver. Okay. Okay. So when I tell you the battle, the anxiety, like it still shows up, mm -hmm. but this is something that I wanted to do. And so it was a moment where I had to push back. Let me tell you how, how it worked out. And, and, and it was nothing but a greater being. I don't have a passport. Okay. I booked the hotel. Right. I said I was going to go. <clears throat> right. Um, it was a matter of, did I really want to leave the company by the country by myself for the first time? Okay. Yeah, probably not. The week of, the week of, no, it was the 14th of June. I actually drove to Washington, D.C. to the passport office and I submitted my application and I paid an expedited fee. I was supposed to leave right. on the 22nd of June. Okay. I was on the, I was there on a Friday. Right. Come back Wednesday and pick up your passport. And my flight was scheduled, should be scheduled for the next Friday. I hadn't booked my flight yet. I didn't book my flight yet. That Sunday was Father's Day, and I got a phone call from one of my business besties. And I was sitting, I was literally woke up that morning, and I said, I'm not going to Canada. And the phone rang. And they said, what are you doing? I said, you know what? I was sitting here, and I was just, I was just thinking about going to Canada. She said, I'll go with you. Ah, come on now. She said, no. Less, how much is it? I'll go with you. <laughs> I literally booked my ticket to Canada the Sunday of the week I was flying out. Wow. I picked up my passport on Thursday and I got on a plane at six o'clock on Friday morning. 
Okay. So, so now, mm -hmm. sky is the limit. So I've had two invitations to speak in London. Nice. One in 2019 and one in 2020. So what type of coach is it? It's a business coach. Okay. I believe every coach should have a coach. And if they don't have a coach, don't invest in them. <laughs> yeah, that's true. True that. Because if, if you're not learning, then you're not growing. Is the, uh, I'll actually after the broadcast. Because <laughs> I think I, I'm just, I, you, you know why. Anyway. <laughs> okay, so let me ask you this. Yes. Um, your next big thing is speaking outside of the country. Absolutely. Multiple countries, as many as possible, obviously. And um, I mean, I don't know. I guess sky's the limit. So, so we're actually in conversations with host hosting my first intensive event in London. Nice. Nice. Yeah. That is a big thing. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. I, um, I want you to share with people how they can get in contact with you so they can find the right program or the right service that you provide so that they can, you know, get more information so they can uh, start to work with you or you can work with them or put them onto the right track so Absolutely. that they can become the best versions of themselves. Absolutely. So listen, you guys, uh, you can find me on social media platform. It's facebook.com forward slash Dakeisha. Facebook.com forward slash Dakeisha. There's not too many Dakeishas in this country. Okay? How do you spell Dakeisha? D-E-K-E-S is in Sam H-A. That's D-E-K-E-S is in Sam H-A. Would love to have you over in the Profit Producers group. You can go to www.profitproducermovement.com. That's where all the conversation about generating revenue in your business takes place. So trust, trust and believe. I hang out. Um, I hang out online on social media platforms. If I'm not online, I'm not making money. And you know, it's funny. And, and I say that to say that I had a coach in 2012 that told me I was spending too much time on social media. That's why I wasn't making money. And mm. fast forward seven years, if I'm not on social media platforms, doesn't matter if it's Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, uh, Periscope, YouTube, right? doesn't matter. Find one that works for you. And yeah, show up. but you got to be online doing the right activity. So you obviously are shifted into the right space. Yeah, but here's what I say, okay? And especially for speakers, individuals that are looking to get on stages, don't don't sit around and wait for someone to invite you to your own stage. Be like Charles Carey and create your own platform. Gotcha. Build your own platform. And you know what? Be so good that they can't ignore you. I'm going to say right. that again. Be so good that they can't ignore you. And I'm going to tell you what it does for you. It starts to, to make your DM pop. Because what they do is they see how good you are online. They see that you're building a tribe. They see that you're making an impact. They see that you have the influence. And then they inbox you and they say, you know what, Dakeisha? You know what, Charles? What you are doing is making an impact and I want to be a part of that. And right. I want to invite you to be on my platform. Yep. Or somebody's going to say, hey, can you coach me? <laughs> right. Exactly. You know, and, and I'm telling you, and, and, and when I first started, I thought, you know, like having conversations in Messenger was so right. impersonal. Right. Do you know I close deals in Messenger? I don't even pick up the phone. Stop playing. That's what's up. That is what's up. You yeah. know, one of the one of the best experiences I had most recently. I was at a conference, a national conference. I did a breakout, right? Mm -hmm. Crushed it. So I saw this guy. Didn't know him. He was from I think Virginia or something. And he's waiting to speak to another presenter. 
the other presenter was preoccupied with someone and he's standing there waiting on them. So I just introduced myself. I said, how you doing? What's going on? He said, oh, I'm good, man. I'm just waiting to speak to my man, right? So didn't say anything. The guy he was waiting on was just into this conversation. Uh -huh. So I said, well, look, man, you know, if you ever, you know, my class, I have another uh, workshop. If you want to take my workshop, gave my card. And so he looked at it. He said, so what are you doing? I told him. He said, do you, you know, you work with people? I said, sure. So I said, give me a call. So didn't hear anything from him from a couple of days. Got back to D.C. He gave me a call. He said, listen, man, um, how do I do such and such? I said, look, there's a consulting fee, so I don't want to mislead you. He paid the fee. Didn't see him. Didn't hear from him. I tried to get him to come back to a couple of my <laughs> events. He didn't come to nothing, right? So I'm going down the escalator. This is like a year later. Oh, wow. He's going up the escalator. He said, hey, man. Hey, man. Yo, thanks, man. Yo, man, you helped me. I'm like, who are you again? I said, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Couldn't remember his name or nothing, Dakeisha. And I said, yeah. He said, look, I'm a speaker now. I'm a speaker. Oh, wow. So me taking the time to be patient, right. not be greedy, not be hating, not be trying to dog anybody out, just being my natural self, mm -hmm. I was able to consult with someone that took the information, took advantage of the information, and now they're moving to the next level. That it. was like, wow, thanks God. Yeah, I mean, there's enough, and I, I just had this conversation earlier today, there's enough for everyone. Yeah. I mean, how many people are in this world, not even in the country? Yeah, yep. There's enough. Yep. There's enough for you, me, you, you, and you. Like, absolutely. Only thing you have to do is be yourself, be authentic, be authentically yep. you. Look, that your third book that you're writing, I can see something, a lot of something's coming out of that because, again, not just because it's a hot topic, but it's real, it's important, and people need to know that they're not the only one. So hopefully when your book drops, if there's an event, I look forward to sharing uh, some kind of content with you or sharing a platform with you because I can relate. You know, I come from a family of musicians and singers and all that, wanted to do it so bad, scared to death. But, you know, I learned how to work through it, and everyone is not going to be successful doing that. So I want to thank you. Absolutely. Thank you for taking the time to uh, speak with me and share with my audience. Uh, change the brain conversations without limitations would not be the same without you sitting here with me. Thanks again. And, the guys, remember, you've always got to radiate the brain now you and change know the game. You should know. I know. Everybody knows.